seekers, joy givers, anyone looking for an infusion of joy, you've come to the right place. My name is Deb McGregor. I'm your host for today. And we are going to have an amazing show as we talk about joy and tenacity. And to help walk us through this conversation, I am so pleased to welcome my special guest, Hannah Pira. Welcome to the show. Hi, Deb. <laughs> this is so awesome. Hannah, you are the owner of Compass Rose Store in Bemidji, Minnesota. You're also online. Yeah. And when I said, you've got to come and talk to us about tenacity, you were like, uh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Talk to us a little bit about how you became an entrepreneur in the first place. And then we'll kind of walk into why tenacity has become particularly important the past couple of years. Sure. I feel like entrepreneurship has always been a part of my life. I've always thought about like, why not instead of why? And so why not me? Why not me owning a, a retail store or running a business? Um, so yeah, so it started, I guess, at an early age in college questioning things and, and trying to figure out what maybe the best route for a business would be. And then I had an idea. I pitched it to my boyfriend at the time, who's now my husband. And he said, sure. And two weeks later, we had boxes of inventory um, at our door and our guest bedroom turned into our warehouse. So, wow. Yeah. Isn't that how it is for a lot of entrepreneurs? You get this idea and how many people have started in their garage or in a spare bedroom, right? Definitely. And you grew from that into a store location, but now you're even in a different location, a correct? A bigger one. Yep. So we moved out of our guest room to um, a 500 square foot store space. And then about a year later, we moved out of that to now our current space in Bemidji. Um, that's like 2,500 square feet. So wow. it just grew and grew and grew. And um, the space gives us lots of potential to grow even more. Um, so yeah, it just keeps coming. <laughs> for people that haven't met you, let's give them a feel for the type of things that you carry in the store because this will actually start to tie into some of our conversation around tenacity. Yeah. So what we like to focus on is the celebrations in life. So a lot of wedding gifts, home gifts, um, baby and um, just gifts for yourself. So basically it's a home and gift shop. So you can come in, find a little something for um, a friend you're looking for or yourself, of course. And then, yeah, over the years, our product lines have just kind of adjusted based on what our um, friends and customers have been looking for or asking for. Um, but basically all along the way, I've said, if I buy it, if I would give it to my friends and family, hopefully you would too. So that's where um, the curation of our products comes in. Yeah. So let's go back to pre-2020 because this is sort of, (laughs) right? It's sort of like the pre-2020 and then we have the now. And this is for me where we really start to see this tenacity come into play. So you're a business, you're going into 2020. Tell me what your thoughts are pre-COVID. Sure. So first off, we're going into year five of our business. So we are still pretty new. Um, every year has been a little something that has come up. So um, year one was starting the business. Year two was moving into um, the first storefront. Year three was moving into the second storefront and then growing from there. So 
uh, January 2020, uh, Kelly and I, she's our store manager, um, we thought, oh, we got this down. We're going to have a killer year. Um, we have all these plans, all this stuff. And then, boom, March hits. And we all know what happened there. You know, mandated shutdowns in our state. Um, and, yeah, one of those things were like, you tell God your plan and he just laughs at you. <laughs> <laughs> you and I talk about this all the time, yeah. right? Yeah, you tell God, I've got this great plan. And he says, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love this. So this is March. You all of a sudden have the shutdown. Now, you do also have an online presence. Yeah. So tell me, did you start pivoting at that point? Did you, what? what's going through your mind at this point? Sure. So our online store has always been used as a tool. The internet is huge. So in order to have um, a real impact with online sales there, it takes, you know, a lot of money, a lot of marketing type of thing. So we've used it as a tool to educate our customers on what products we have. They can shop from their couch and come into the store and pick it up. Um, so during the shutdown, that's really where we shifted was um, promoting our stuff via social, um, and then directing people to our website to look at the products, make their purchases. Um, but then we did a lot of like curbside pickup and we even did free delivery in our area. Yes, you showed up on my doorstep. I yes. think I ordered it because I tend to <laughs> write a lot of cards out and I called and said, hey, and you said, I'll be at your doorstep this yep. afternoon. And I was like, hallelujah. <laughs> the world. Was- Plus, it was great to see you. I yeah, mean, there, it's oh. not just that the delivery, right? Yes. And that was what was really fun for us, too, is we got to like see our customers still because um, our customers are our friends and um so it was nice not to be so um distant from them you know like we would do it you know press the doorbell and leave your little package on the door you know so there was social distancing there but um yeah we basically you know saw the mandated shutdown as an opportunity um tried to see the positive in it all and um kelly and i just kind of hunkered down and said what can we do how can we serve basically because that's our job um with our businesses how can we serve our customers better and so the schools were sending kids home with like less than a week notice parents were trying to navigate you know what do I do with my kids now because now I have to work from home so everybody's home so we actually turned our crafting classes into crafting kits and so um then the kiddos had stuff to do um like i said we did curbside pickup um in our area we did home delivery just tried to meet people where they were at um and did our best that way so that you know we didn't just sit on our hands and say oh bummer you know (laughs) well and this is this tenacity piece right this is for you and one thing I know about you is you have this infinite creativity piece of you whether you're creating a new product or a logo for someone or just another idea of something to launch and I I'm curious about this connection between creativity and tenacity sure how do you think those two go together Well, I guess with creativity, I've always been a creative person, and you can ask my parents, they'll laugh, because (laughs) there's probably like tons of crayon drawings on the walls and stuff, but um, yeah, just thinking outside the box, I always second-guess things, whatever the world said um, something needed to be, I always asked why, like why couldn't it be something else, or why 
does it need to be used in this way? Um, so, yeah, I guess when things kind of, you know, like the mandated shutdown hit, it was like, okay, we can't control this, but we can control this. So let's think of um, some creative ways to to continue our business that way. And you were recognized actually as being such a leader in how you were approaching this with your tenacity, with your creativity, that you were actually asked to go speak for the state of Minnesota. Yep, yep. As all of these different mandates were coming down. And here's Hannah from Bemidji, (laughs) Minnesota, right next to the governor speaking. Uh, tell us about that. That just had to be sure. a crazy experience. It was pretty crazy. So I just want to back up a little. When the mandate happened, I noticed that a lot of business owners were going through the same issues of not being able to find hand sanitizer, um, you know, not being able to find face masks, all these things. And so we had this common challenge, but we weren't talking to each other because we we're all just trying to figure it out. So Um, I also brought together a lot of other business owners on a weekly call to see what we can do together. So that's kind of where it started. And then, um, I don't know, word got (laughs) down to the governor's (laughs) office, I guess. And, um, they gave me like 48 hours notice if I wanted to speak at, um, this press conference where they were going to start to mandate masks and, I was a little nervous because I I wasn't 100% for masks, but I wasn't 100% not. Um, I'm not a doctor, and so I didn't feel comfortable making that call for our community or for my own business to mandate it. <clears throat> so I was very happy that, um, you know, the governor and then our mayor the week before that decided for our town um, to mandate it. So, so yeah, so at the press conference, I just shared my story saying it is very confusing. My specialty is marketing and graphic design and running my business. It is not, um, health or, you know, that type of stuff. Well, and what I appreciated about your approach was you weren't really giving your opinion on, is it right or wrong? You're what you were simply saying is if this is what it's going to take to keep the businesses open and functioning, then let's keep these businesses going. I mean, that yeah. was your approach. I, I actually remember watching you and thinking that was that was very smart, in my opinion, because what you were basically saying to people is, listen, we're just business owners out here trying to do and support our, our communities. Yep. And if this is what it's going to take to keep us rolling right now, Let's do it. Let's do it. Yep. And and I think that was, you know, at some point, I mean, there's been so many different stages of this, right? But at that point, this was all so new, right? Mm-hmm. This is when everything was just coming out. People were trying to sort through what this was going to look like. And nobody really knew anything. And I didn't like how it kind of pinned business owners against each other or customers against different businesses. You know, we heard um, people... Like customers wouldn't shop at a certain store because they did or did not mandate it. So I just wanted an even playing field, um, which was challenging anyways because the big box stores were open for business with (laughs) hundreds of customers. Um, So we just wanted to welcome people back to our store safely. Yes. And and I think this was one of the complex realities that was going on for the pandemic. 
We have a lot more to talk about because we have just started getting into the first half of 2020. And wait until you hear what the 2021 is going to bring Hannah. This is Deb McGregor, Live Joy, Share Joy. We're going to take a brief pause. But when we come back, we are going to delve into the second half of 2020. And you're going to find out what became so special about 2021 when we come back. When it comes to planning for your future, you want an advisor who understands your Christian values. Ameriprise Financial Advisors Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson offer financial planning based on biblical principles. They can help you plan for your goals in a way that is consistent with your faith. Call Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson today. Office is located downtown Bemidji at 122 3rd Street Northwest or at 1202 First Street East in Park Rapids. Ameriprise Financial offers financial services without regard to religious affiliation or cultural background. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Arise Financial Group, a division of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Are you currently renting your home? Give Team Aylesworth, Noemi, Harry, and Abby of Real Living First Realty a call. Trust them to help guide you through the home buying process. With interest rates as low as they are, now is a good time to take that leap into being a homeowner. The award-winning customer service team is ready to make you their priority. Call Noemi at 218-760-4689 or click the link for Team Aylesworth on the Business Impact Partner page at yourqfm.com. Make owning a home your reality today. This is Deb McGregor, Live Joy, Share Joy. You're joining us for Joy and Tenacity with our special guest, Hannah Pura of Compass Rose of Bemidji. And we've been talking about what it's like to be an entrepreneur and have tenacity. And Hannah was just sharing this amazing experience that she had speaking at one of the governor's uh, press conferences. And I promised we're going to get to the second half of 2020. So Hannah, I know it's almost hard to remember because so much has happened, but so we get through this mandated shutdown, then things kind of start opening up. Everybody's masking, coming in and out of the business, and it's normally tourist season in this area. Talk to us about navigating that and then going into the fall with the school complexities. My gosh, you're just one thing after another. So every week, I feel like things changed. Um, The rules, the information we heard about COVID, um, and how we ran our business. So 2020 was basically a lot of tripping, falling on our face, getting back up, <laughs> brushing the dust off. Um, so yeah, tourist season in our town is a big part of it. And obviously that was limited. But what was interesting to me is there was so many um, families that the tradition of coming to our area um, was so strong that they still wanted to come. So um, it did look a little different and maybe wasn't as busy, especially as busy as this year. Um, but they were still there. And then going into the school year, we have a college in our town. And so that was a lot of virtual classes. So less people were on campus. Um, and uh, kudos to parents trying to navigate, you know, virtual learning and teachers trying to figure it all out. So it was just, um, on our end, we were just trying to be there and meet people where they were. Um, so we continued with curbside pickup, online orders, all of that. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was just, <laughs> I mean, it just, even as you talk about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this such sounds so exhausting. Yes. So 
how did you keep yourself going? Um, one day at a time, I guess. I mean, I feel like that was part of our mission. We never had any thoughts of giving up. It was just like, how do we figure it out or what is the next thing? Um, and when something didn't work, it was like, okay, well, we found a way didn't work. Let's move on to something that can. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, looking back, it is pretty crazy. <laughs> well, and I think it's you, you were totally being in the present. You were trying to navigate and look ahead. And at the same time, it was, what are we going to do today to keep the doors open? Yep. And what does this look like? I remember coming in at one point and it was sometime in a fall to the winter of 2020. Yep. And you said, Deb, I don't know what it is, but I know God's got a plan here. I know he's got my back because just the minute that I start to think, ah, yep. something good happened, like something happens and it reminds me he is here. Yes, absolutely. I've felt the whole time that I've owned the business that it was for a greater mission. We don't just sell stuff. We sell objects or gifts that represent a special moment in people's lives. And so um, for me... That was our mission. We couldn't just go away and I don't even know how we would close the store. <laughs> That's like a whole nother project. But um, so it was like, I know I'm supposed to do this because it feels so good when we do serve people and when they come in and, and share with us and, you know, not only share their happy stuff, but I mean, a lot of times we were the only store that they felt comfortable going to versus the big box stores because there wasn't a lot of... um traffic inside and so they would just sit and talk with us and kind of unload what was heavy on their hearts and we just tried to be there for people yeah so then it's coming to the end of 2020 Mm -hmm. and you're like all right 2021 we got this we got this this to this take us to this moment so yeah christmas season was great we thought oh yep we're gonna do you know same as last year get all of our planning in and then in the middle of January, Jordan and I find out we're pregnant. <laughs> Which, congratulations. Yes, yes. No, we are very excited, obviously. But, um, yeah, it was like, oh, man, another thing to navigate. And we just had to laugh at the timing because, you know, obviously God's like, you're not done yet with your challenges. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, of course, you're very excited about baby coming. Yes. And it was just, it goes back to this thing. The minute you tell God, hey, I got a plan, he says, uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. You thought 2021 was going to be easy. Now let's try this. Yeah. So then, um, you know, obviously there's a deadline. I'm due in September of 2021. And... Um, this year has just been crazy. People's buying habits are so different. Traveling habits are so different. You know, now with the um, Delta variant, who knows how that'll change things for the fall. Um, so yeah, once yeah, again. It, it's, <laughs> it goes back to this, you, you said, like your trust in God. What does this look like? Leaning into him. Yep. And I, I love what you said about you're, you're like taking it one thing at a time. It's not that you don't have your eye on this bigger prize, but you truly are taking it one thing at a time. Yeah, I guess I've always believed like anything is possible and not in a naive type of way, but in a um, you can piece out your project or set smaller goals to accomplish the bigger goal. Um, so when we have had, you know, revenue generating issues or having to shut our doors or things like that. It's just always like, 
okay, well, what can we do and how do we um, take baby steps in order to get to that bigger picture? Um, and with that came a lot of innovation too. You know, we've shifted uh, designing and producing a lot of our own products in-house to give us some versatility. Um, we've shifted uh, ordering in from different vendors. You know, supply chains are such an issue right now. And then with that, there's more cost that has to trickle through. Um, so yeah, even though, I mean, people say, you survived, like basically your doors are open after the mandate shut down. It's like, no, there's still lots of stuff going on that businesses are, are working through. And this is this tenacity piece for you. Like, it's like, yep, here we go again. Here, we, It's like running, it reminds me of a track with the hurdles on it. Yep, yep. And just when you get over one hurdle, okay, here's another, and then here's another, and then here's another. And it's sort of like, okay, um, was this the 50-yard or the 100-yard hurdles, yeah. right? How long is this race? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I do think, I'm glad you're bringing this up because I think for a lot of businesses out there, people are not aware that there are massive supply issues going on right now. And the business owners are trying so hard. And of course, uh, for some, it's staffy thing, but this tenacity, this resiliency oh. that is happening right now, I don't think most people understand how much is going on for these yes. business owners. Yep, there's lots going on behind the scenes. And I feel like a lot of us are just in our business grinding it out. And so, you know, maybe our closest friends and family understand it, but. You know, it takes a lot more time to follow up on orders. Is it coming in? When is it coming in? How much am I paying for shipping? Um, if things are back ordered, are we getting refunded for it? Not to mention the staffing issue that everybody knows about. Um, but yeah, just trying to to keep up with it all and and still find joy in waking up every day <laughs> and um, wanting to go in and you know, sometimes bang your head against the wall. But, you know, ultimately, we own businesses to serve um, and more than likely serve a greater purpose. Um, so that's why we show up. So yeah, small business owners are amazing. And especially what we've gone through in the last year and a half, two years. It's yeah. There needs to be a tenacity <laughs> plaque for yeah. every entrepreneur out there. That's, I mean, really. Yeah. And what I love about you is you're so authentic. Like, you're you're saying it like it is. Like, this is the real meal deal. And there are days that you maybe shed a few tears or oh, wanted absolutely. to bang your head against the wall. And yet, you still showed up. Yep. You still got out of bed. And you also knew that God had your back. Yeah. And, and you said that to me. I know more than once you said that to me, Deb. I know God's got a plan. I know he's in charge. Yeah. You also talked to me about some of the lessons. Like you always at like, what is the lesson God's teaching me here? Yeah. Yeah. What do you feel like is happening for you lesson wise over the last two years? Um, maybe the <laughs> capacity that I can handle. Um, you know, there's always lessons in things. And I guess that's where my positivity comes in from is you know like something bad happens but then later on you can look back and see oh okay I had to go through this because of this or whatever um but yeah it's I don't know <laughs> it's well and I when you said the capacity absolutely and the other thing that really struck me is that capacity you can do more than, than you're capable of and when you trust in him yeah it will be okay 
Yes. He has seen you through this. Mm-hmm. You're still open. Yep. People, and I, you were a light. I don't know if some of the business owners realize how much of a light they were for people. Yeah. Because going, it was a sense of, I'm, I'm going to use a sense of normalcy. Uh-huh. It's, there was something about going to a place that was familiar that had that sense of normalcy to it. Yeah. And we, you know, I'm an emotional person. I I empathize with people. Um, and so not only did I want to run my business through the pandemic stuff, but we were there for people. And then also seeing other small businesses like in the Twin Cities um, getting vandalized and all the other social things that happened um, during 2020. You know, your heart is heavy and it's yeah. heavy for not only your community, but um nationwide and uh you know like you said have we shed tears oh absolutely um it's not all rainbows and unicorns that is for sure um but there's still that purpose driven uh mission i would say and because god has given me these talents and ideas and whatnot i just want to show up um in that way I know that there's people listening that probably are somewhere else. How can they find you online? Sure. So we are at compass-rose.com. So everything in the store is online. That includes our personalized gifts, gift basket ideas, um, and the rest of our products. We ship all over. I think we're to over 30-some states now we've shipped. Um, And if you're ever in Minnesota, uh, we are located in Bemidji, Minnesota, Right next to the um, famous Paul and Babe statues. Yes. Right on 3rd Street, of course, right? (laughs) Yep. You are a tenacious woman. You are full of creativity. You are full of positivity. And you always bring a smile to my face every time that I get to see you. Thank you. I talk to you and it's always so good. And you are brilliant. The ideas you come up with are amazing. So Thank you for joining us today, Hannah. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And we want to thank again, Hannah Pura of Compass Rose for coming to join us today to talk about joy and tenacity. And we want to thank all of you for joining us to talk about joy. Please remember to go out, live joy, and share joy. This is Deb McGregor of Life Full of Joy. Thank you for tuning in to Live Joy, Share Joy. We currently have availability for corporate sponsors on the show. Do you want to be aligned with all things joy and reach our listening audience? We have several options available, including our joy boosters. Contact your QFM today for sponsorship details.